0: Hey y'all, welcome back to Mama Uncensored, it's Cassandra here, this is episode 13. Y'all, I'm super excited because I've made it this far. (laughs) We're in March, and I remember even talking about this um, two months ago, saying that I wanted to do my podcast, Um, I actually was at church yesterday, and um, a friend of mine from school she saw me during passing and I was like, Oh, hey! and she was like, Oh my god, listen to one of your um episodes, and um, I loved it. And, I, and she basically told me to keep doing what I'm doing, and that right there just amazing validation. So, those who have been rocking with me, those who've been listening to me, I truly appreciate it. I truly appreciate the support, and I'm just super excited to even get more in depth with my my podcast um i don't know if other people are following me but you guys can follow me on cassandra anita that's on instagram as well as snapchat and twitter and then i also have a youtube channel as well so everything is the same cassandra anita um and then of course that's like my personal stuff and um i talk about like work and whatnot but then mama and Sister is you know answer the podcast. <laughs> um, so just to recap some of the last episodes, our last episode I had was a girl chat with my my girl Tamira. We talked about a lot. We talked about cheating, we talked about um mamahood, how it changes you, we talked about motherhood, we talked about um ourselves and some personal stories. Um then we had another episode with my parents. Um, I love them to death. We talked about love and marriage and basically what makes marriage last. So if you guys are married couples or wanting to get married or, you know, out in the dating scene, definitely listen to Love and Marriage. And then um, on Valentine's Day, I did talk about why it's my favorite holiday and I talked about the five love languages and why you should know your love language because it's super, super important. So definitely check check out those other three episodes that I have um, going and any other episodes that I have um, posted on the Mama Uncensored. And thank you guys for the feedback. Um, I'm loving it and I'm, I'm working with it and excited to have future mamas on here talking their truth so without further ado, to today without further to do <laughs> without further let's jump into today's podcast episode so today's topic is going to be on the working mama and how to deal with mommy guilt Um, I am dealing with it right now. Um, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm not going to be like, oh, it's going to be great. Oh, it's better. No, I'm going to tell you the real deal. What's going on with me personally, my experiences with both being a working mom versus being a stay-at-home mom and basically just how I'm getting through it. Um, As you guys know, Zoe is five months um, and I'm a flight attendant. So I'm back working again and... It's been, February was my first month actually working, and I wanted to do this um, podcast um, episode like last month, but then I was like, no, I need to fully do an entire month working. That way I can gather my thoughts and actually, you know, speak on it personally, how it's affecting everything and whatnot. Um, My job personally, you guys know, as a flight attendant, my office space, I guess you would say, is in an airplane, and an airplane is in the air. And um, my particular airline that I work for, we don't have access to Wi-Fi, so there's no communication from me um, to my children while I'm up in the air. So it is kind of hard because um, I always say that I wanted to be there for Tina and um, and Zoe like as much as I possibly can. However, I also have to fight the battle that. Um, this job is a dream job of mine. Um, it is a, a different career. It is a it's not the typical nine to five. It's not the typical you know work schedule. Um, my schedule is super complex because flights are complex, and sometimes there's delays, and sometimes there's changes, and it's it's a lot. But at the same time, I didn't want to give that self. I didn't want to give that up, you know, in order for me to you know. Um, just stay at home and be a mom. Um, at the end of the day, I got bills. <laughs> and um, I want I wanted to be able to provide them a better um, a life. And not only that, I want to be able to have them reap the benefits of my perks, of my travel benefits, because my kids can travel free, you know? So I love to travel, Tina loves to travel too, so I'm just excited for this year and for our trips that we're gonna be taking in the future. But I do want to dive into talking about um my first month back so my first month back was pretty um it's pretty good um i'm actually gonna pull up my schedule now and look over my trips from last month because i don't even remember y'all so okay the first trip i had was a stand-up which basically means that i took the last flight out of the night and got into cincinnati and then i took the first flight back out in the morning which a stand up basically means like you barely like lay down because you it's just it's a quick turnaround. Like, yeah, you get a hotel, however, you're not like truly like laying in the layover at the hotel. And I actually vlogged this episode, um, or this journey on YouTube. So if you guys wanna check out my YouTube channel again, check that out. And I actually vlogged this journey. I I wanted to do it because Atina always asked me, like, Oh mommy, what'd you do? What'd you stay? Whatnot? And I always like I have to explain to her like, oh, you know, I did this, this, that, but I don't think she fully visualizes it or can't really see it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to start vlogging. I'm going to start, you know, showing this part of me. So I did vlog that. So then the next thing I did was um, I sat couch, which means I went to the airport and I sat at the airport and just in case there was a delay or of people timed out or someone called sick then they would call me out Um, then I went to Las Vegas and then I went to New York and then I came back that was a four-day trip Um, and then after that I sat couch again and then I did a turn um, Philadelphia to back to Orlando and then I picked up a trip on a Sunday. Um, I did the same trip that I did in the beginning of the month, um, the Cincinnati stand-up, I did that. And then at the end of the month, I did a um, a trip to New Jersey and then back. So the month of flying was, um, it's not as much because I was on-call. So basically, I was the substitute teacher for um, in the sense for flight attendants. So, you know how you're at school and you, you, your teacher's not there, you got a substitute teacher. Well, for flight attendants, if someone calls out or if um, someone's delayed or if um, someone's not legal to fly because they've timed out meaning because we have to have a certain hours of rest um, and we can only be on a duty for a certain period of time um, then they call reserve flight attendants out. So, I was reserved last month. Um, the meaning I didn't get a schedule. I was on call. Um, I had my days on, and then I had my certain days off. On my off days, you can pick up, which I did. I picked up a trip on my off day just because I wanted the extra hours. Um, but for for being on call, you don't have a schedule, so it's hard to like you know judge like what what like what you're gonna be doing. So my specific days on, um, I was on call from 11 a.m. to. 12 midnight and that's a long time to be on call and a long time to be sitting down waiting and waiting for a phone call to like know if you have a trip or not um and out of that I'm, I'm, I'm gonna count I have one two three four five five of those days that, that I was actually on they did not call me so they didn't use me but I still got paid for being on call so those were the perks. Um, I love the days that they didn't call me because I didn't have to worry about um, calling anybody, like, Mom, um, Like I gotta, I gotta go, I gotta trip, da-da-da, and here's Zoe, and here's a Tina's bag, and da-da-da. I'm not gonna lie, it was crazy, but preparation is key. That is what I have learned, is that preparation is key for everything. Um, prepping a Tina's lunches, making sure that she has her lunch um, bag. Prepping her overnight bag, making sure she has her overnight bag. Which she already has an overnight bag for her dad's house when she goes to her dad's on his weekends. We we share um, every other weekend, so she already has her dad's um, bag that's already packed overnight. But then I had to implement putting in like school uniform for my mom because if my mom needed if she if she had to go to my mom overnight, then I would have to you know um, swap out certain things and make that bag. Not only did I have to pack Atina's bag, but I had to pack Zoe's bag <laughs> or make sure that she has everything that she needs, as well as pumping milk, making sure that Zoe has milk, which um, that's a whole other topic because I did have a dip in my supply in my breast milk. Um, but I'll talk about that later. <laughs> so I had to worry about um, making sure Zoe has milk, Zoe has bag, Tina has her bag, Atina has her lunch. Um, Atina makes sure she has everything that she needs for the week, and um, in case my mom has to pick her up. and not only have them packed and prepared, but then I have to have pack my stuff. So for my trips, I need to make sure that my bag is packed, that I have everything that I need, snacks so I'm not starving on the plane in between trips and on my layovers, and making sure that all that is done. Talk about a headache, because you're running around making sure that everything's prepped and prepared. But are you truly ever really prepped and prepared? Like, I feel like sometimes we prepare and then you're like, oh man, I forgot this, or oh man, this, or oh man, this. So what helps me is to-do list. If I don't have a to-do list, I I find that I'm just all over the place, y'all. Like, I'm, like, help me. (laughs) So, to-do list works magic miracles for me. I literally write everything down that I need to get done for the day. That way, I am, like, on point in the morning. Make sure you pump. Um, And then after you pump, make sure that you pack your girl's bags and make sure you have this done, make sure you have this done. Or the night before, make sure Atina's lunch is ready so you don't have to worry about it. Um, Even simple things like, I write Atina a note in her lunch bag every single day. However, since I know my schedule, I know my days on, I know my days off, I have pre written those notes for the week and then they have like monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday all of them that way they're there and just because i'm gone it doesn't mean that the note's not gone you know so she still get that note in her lunchbox um it's just little things like that like i i know she she likes the notes we actually write back and forth to each other sometimes on the notes so it's just I don't, I don't want her to miss out on that just because i'm away for work you know and she completely understands it i talk to her about it all the time i tell her like oh mommy's on today or mommy's off today you know um, however for the the march hallelujah your girl has a set schedule i have a line so i know when i'm going to be gone i know when i'm not going to be gone so it's going to be way easier to you know deal with um, I'm gonna go to people are asking me a tons of questions on how basically I deal with um, working away. I put it up on my actual personal page. I said, um, any questions for you know flies in life? I thought I was gonna get different questions, but mo- m- majority of the questions were, how do you balance a flight attendant um, having two children? Um, how many flights do you do in a day? Is it hard being a flight attendant while you're having children? How do you balance being a mom and working as a flight attendant? How's it being pregnant flight attendant? I hated driving. I can only imagine. So to dive into that um, again, how do you balance being a mom and being a working flight attendant? It's just preparing everything as well as being present when I am home. So when I'm away, they're not feeling that you know that huge gap. Um, is it hard being a flight attendant while having children? It's not hard, it's just you need to have a huge support system or you need to have a good, solid support system and that's my thing. I have a great support system. Darius is amazing with Zoe and Atina when I'm not here. Um, my parents are amazing with picking up slack when Darius has to be at work and um, they are there to have the girls, you know. and people are were asking me this and I kind of thought about it my my situation when I was younger so when I was younger my parents did work so my mom my dad worked um, all the time <laughs> and my mom stayed home with us but then um, there was a point of time where she actually got a job and I thought to myself thinking I never took that hard you know I knew my parents had to work so that we can have nice things <laughs> so I didn't I didn't like I'm thinking about it now when I was little that didn't really have a huge effect on me like it didn't really take a toll on me so, I know that Atina loves for me to be home with her, or want like she's she's super super um, bonded with me. However, she understands that me having to go to work means that she's gonna have nice things as well. So, um, I think if you're super open and honest with your kids, I think they will understand. You know, as well as make sure you have that support system, whether that's your partner, whether that's your parents, whether that's um, a family friend, whomever that support person is. For anybody in a in an industry like mine, you know, that is what truly helps. Um, some other people were asking me um when I was pregnant. Um, me personally, I think I'm a unicorn when it comes to flying because turbulence doesn't bother me. It kind of reminds me of being on a roller coaster. Um, some people are like, oh my god, but you're in the air. But um, in my head, I'm like, I don't really, I don't, I don't, I don't think about it. <laughs> I mean the thing, the thing is, with that job, the last thing on my mind is, oh my God, we're gonna fall out of the sky. Like, no, I am not thinking that. Um, I have all faith in God that we're gonna get to point A to point B. God forbid something does happen, I do have the proper training to save everybody on that aircraft if it does happen to go down. But I'm not thinking about that. All, <laughs> well, up in the air, you know. I'm just making sure passengers are good. I'm making sure that everybody's okay. I'm making sure people are not getting too feeling too sick, you know. Um, People gotta realize that like same thing like when you're on the ground in a car when you're driving in your car and it's super windy you actually feel the wind you actually feel your car swaying sometimes i don't know if anyone has ever um, felt that or or, or or experienced that before i have personally um same thing if you're driving through snow you drive through snow and what happens if the, the road is icy you kind of feel your car swaying and, and and sweeping and whatnot it's the same thing with the airplane in the air Your are the airplane is flying through the air through clouds, um, through the wind, you know, through like through all of that, like you have to understand that it's not always going to be a smooth flight. Um, I mean, yeah, smooth flight. It's not always going to be a smooth like um, transition, I guess you would say. And the statistics actually show that more people um, are fatally or, or, or die fatally in car crashes than um, airplanes. So they do say travel by airplane is actually safer than other so, um, sorts of travel, and then people were talking about the Kobe Bryant and Gia and the seven other passengers. And man, y'all, it, it did it tugged at my heart. It really did because it's 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 scary. It really is scary because you don't know your time. However, I'm super content. I know that my day born and my door, my, my, my day, my birthday and my death day. It's already written, so I can't live in fear. That's not that's not gonna be um, a thing that I ever do. So I can't live in fear every day of my job because I truly, truly love my job. I really enjoy it. So that's answering some of those questions. Um, oh, um, about being pregnant, being pregnant and fight attendant. Um, it didn't um, really affect me until my seventh month. My seventh month is when. Um, my preeclampsia um came in and that's when my my, the swelling of my feet was was a big deal because i really felt like i was walking on balloons like it felt really weird um that's how it affected me but again i'm a unicorn i don't i don't ever have motion sickness i don't ever have um uh what is it all day sickness i didn't have um um any sickness at all during my pregnancies both atina and zoe i never threw up in the morning morning sickness i never had morning sickness i never had any of that the only thing i ever had was gerd, which was when you go to sleep and you want to um sleep it like you feel like you have to um like throw up but you don't throw up it's just a weird like a acid reflex type of thing that's the only thing but then my doctor gave me a pill and i was good (laughs) so um yeah that's that um i want to dive into um the stay-at-home mom life versus the work mom life because i do have experience with both with atina i was fortunate to be able to stay home my situation was different um i was living in california i was married um, my ex-husband was actually um, in the military so i was able to stay home with atina um for a majority of her life within the first the first and second year i was basically home with atina so pros of being a stay-at-home mom are being present with your kid 24-7. I had to stop the podcast because I had a sneeze. <laughs> That's never happened to me before, guys. Oh, my goodness. Um, but yeah, being home, being present 24-7, being able to be with your kid from the time they wake up to the time they go to sleep and all in between. Like, that is amazing. It's a great way to um, have a great bond with your kids. You know, you're, you're there. You're there. You see it all. You know it all. Um, and you start to really know your children, you know. Also the pros of it is being a homemaker. you know you're being able to take care of the house, you're being able to cook and clean and um, do all those um, daily things that need to get done um, and just be there with your children. Um, the cons of that <laughs> of being a stay-at-home mom, and again, this is my personal opinion only this is from my personal experience. I'm just sharing you to me, sharing me to you, one mom to another. It does get lonely. Um, I'm gonna say that because you're not getting that face-to-face interaction with other people. Um, you realize that your friends um, have jobs or are they're going to work and they're not as um, readily available. They can't answer your phone call all the time. You know, you can't like just pick up the phone and be like, hey girl, what's going on? Because you know they're doing their. Um, other obligations, other duties, other responsibilities. Um, again, your partner's at work, so you don't, you can't really um, call your partner too much. You don't want to be bugging them because they gotta make sure that they're in the right mindset when they're at work. You know, they can't be worrying about home, home, home because you gotta lock it down. Um, then again, you may have a to-do list, and that to-do list, to-do list may pile up, especially when you're having a, um, a younger child, because when babies are babies, babies need a lot of attention toddlers need a lot of attention um, especially when they're two (laughs) you don't know what the heck they're getting into and when they're quiet it's usually not a good thing when they're quiet because when they're quiet, they're usually up to something. They're either sleeping or they're up to something. <laughs> so you have to like worry about running around the two-year-old, but then you have a to-do list. But then you have to do the laundry. But then you have to do the dishes. But then you have to make sure the, the house is clean. Like there's a whole bunch of stuff being done, and then you gotta make sure the dinner is done. You know, like it's just a lot. So the two the two the to to-do lists can pile up, and it can be a lot. Also, the cons can be wanting a break and feeling bad for wanting a break that's where that mom guilt comes in and it kicks in hard because you're like this is what I do I am a mom I should be um able to be with my kids all the time but sometimes um you do need a break you do need to just you know have a moment for yourself. Have some me time. And that's not um, something that to, to, to be feeling guilty about. I think I struggle with this too, um, still as a daily. Like I want to do it all, and I have to realize that I need to take a break and I need to take a step back and I need to let I need to let um, Darius be the dad that he is. You know, he's an incredible and amazing dad, and I have to st- take a step back and be like, girl, he got this. Like it's okay. You can take a moment to yourself, and it's okay. So that needing a break thing it's huge especially when um you want to do it all but sometimes you need to speak to your partner or, or if, you, if you're a single mom you need to speak to your your um a best friend maybe your, your mom your dad um somebody um that you confide in and be like hey i just need 20 minutes so i can take a really good shower or like i need 30 minutes so that i can just soak in the bathtub or i need 30 minutes so i can go to the gym like whatever that me time is whether it's just sitting in your car and just eating McDonald's or just sitting in your car and just, um, you know, watching Netflix. (laughs) Whatever that me time is, hey, girl, I am not, not here to judge. Whatever that me time is, sometimes you do need that little break just, you know, to get yourself together. Um, and, uh, another, I guess you would pro to it would be it's cheaper to save money. Um, if one, par- uh, with one partner is staying home because daycare, if you don't have someone to just watch your kid willingly, daycare is expensive. Daycare is a whole bill in its own. So, um, I guess the pro of that would be you're saving money because someone's there for the child, you know, who's in care of the child. You don't have to worry about that. But with that, I can say that. Times have changed, times have changed hugely because back in the day it used to be super simple where one person could go to work mom stayed home this is when gender roles were a huge thing you know the mom stayed home and was with the kids and and was the homemaker and the father went out to provide for the household however times have drastically changed because there's no longer just one parent having to make the income for the entire house it's very rare that you see one job being able to sustain the entire house um minimum wage is not what it's used to be and it doesn't um go against the actual um living expenses um living expenses has gone up and i don't think that i don't think it's fair but at the same time you just have to deal with what you have uh, what, what what our society is right now um it's 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 like it really is a unicorn to see i always call unicorn basically unique it's very unique to see a household where just one parent is providing solely for the entire home um it's it's sad because I feel that some um, some children do need you know um, mom to be there, mom to be home, you know, mom to be um, that constant or that consistency. So when you come home, you see mom and everything is good and mom is there for you, da da da. But right now, it's a, a huge change and a huge shift in our society where there's a lot of single mom homes, there's um, a lot of single parent homes. So maybe mom's there or maybe just dad is there um sometimes mom and dad are not present at all and the children are being raised by grandparents so i feel like the dynamic of every household is completely different now and with that with change um goes into the working mom you know and i have some pros for being a working mom as well as cons um the pros for being a working mom which the ones that I, again my personal experience i'm just telling you how i feel about it it is um being able to be socially active with other people um i know that when um zoe was about two or three months i was like oh my gosh i i I called my friend katie and i was like um girl let's go to church. And I remember when we, she picked me up or Darius dropped me off and um, to her house and I jumped in the car and I'm like, let's go, let's go, girl, let's go. I was like, let's go get food after. I'm like, let's go, I'm free, you know. But it's just like I had a moment because I was like, I'm finally, you know, um, like I'm not just a mom and I feel people forget that like I'm not just a mom I'm also I'm, I'm also a woman I'm also a best friend I'm you know like I'm also um, a really fun girl you know so you can't forget yourself when you're being a mom and you're taking care of all your momly duties you know and you can't have that mom guilt about it you can't feel guilty for wanting to um, be uh, your true self because you were your true self before you had your kids. When you have your kids, that's just an added bonus. But you can't forget about yourself, you know. So um, being socially active and you know having that that time, um, you're able to you know have those work friendships, you know, and um, be able to talk about work, talk about kids, talk about everything, you know. You have that social interaction. Um, another pro, another pro is. You're getting your mind to think about other things other than baby poop, baby vomit, baby burp, <laughs> all that other stuff that comes with mom, 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 mom. I mean, mamahood is a whole other like vocabulary. And when you go to work, you have new projects that you have to deal with. Whether you're in an office environment, whether you're a teacher, whether you are working in business or finance or are. Or, um, Customer service. You're getting your mind in different tasks and different projects, and you're using a different mental space. Um, for me, and as a flight attendant, I'm thinking about my passengers. I'm thinking about, you know, um, my safety checks and making sure that everyone's good and everyone's safe. I'm thinking about the service items that I have to provide, but I'm also interacting with those customers and I'm engaging with them, asking them questions. Where are you headed to? Where are you guys going? Is this your final destination? Is this your first time flying? Like, I'm actually having those conversations, and my mind is not so much focused on um, my kids, my kids, my kids, because, again, that mom guilt go, go, kicks in hard, you're like, oh my god, I wish I was there, I'm over here playing with this little baby on this flight, but I'm not with my baby, I'm at home, like, you, you have to, like, have a mental shift sometimes, and that sometimes helps when you are working. The pro of that is that money. <laughs> I mean, um, being able to have your own money, be able to secure um, some some money for your family, provide for your family. I mean, what other pro could that be, you know? That's awesome. Now, some cons can be the balancing of it all. Having to play the juggling act where you get off of work and you have to come home and then you're thinking, oh my God, I have a huge to-do list to do. And you're thinking, oh my God, like." sometimes it's easier just to stay home and not have to go out. So that balancing act can be tough as well as bringing work home. I remember as a substitute teacher, I would do this and I would have to literally stop myself in my tracks because it's not healthy. Hold on, guys. I'm going to sip some tea. I needed that. But I would bring all those children home in my head. So much the fact that I would go to sleep and I would wake up and I would have dreamt about some of those students. And I'm like, what in the world? Like, that's when I'm like, no, I cannot bring these kids home with me in my head and my mental space and my unconsciousness. Absolutely not. (laughs) You have to literally not bring your work home and i do this too as a flight attendant once i step off the aircraft and i start walking through the terminal i no longer thinking about any of those passengers i have to literally mentally check myself because i'm like no i'm done <laughs> i cannot the what happened in the flight stayed in the flight and that is that whether it was a mean passenger whether it was a rowdy passenger whether it was um a good a good flight altogether i check myself at that door um I'm, I'm i'm back in my mode you know i'm back in mommy mode or i'm back in you know Cassandra Anita's world. Dude, like I have to literally just it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> We're good. So it's 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 gonna be hard, but just try not to bring the work home. Try not to bring the workload home. That way when you come home, you are super present with your kids. Because being away means you're gonna be missing events, you're gonna be missing milestones. Um Zoe's five months right now, however, she's going to be covering some huge milestones within the next couple of months. She's going to be crawling soon, she's going to be talking soon, she's going to be walking soon. All those things may happen and I need to be okay that it may happen when I'm not there. And it's going to be okay because we have video, we have FaceTime, you know, we have phone calls, we can do all those things, so it's not going to be such a hard hit. And then the con would be, if you're a working mom and you don't have someone to watch your kids, then you have to take the cost of daycare in. And sometimes daycare can be so expensive and I don't understand why, but it is what it is. Um, that could take a hit on you. Those could be the cons of you know the working mom. So with all that being said, I have had both stay at mom experience and I have working mom experience. Um, I think hugely the main thing is to have a support system. Um, I think with mommy guilt, um, it's, it's, it's best for you to be present with your children, you know, when you have the time to be with them. When you get home from work, don't just jump on your cell phone <laughs> don't just jump into like um i'm just gonna stay here in netflix and chill make sure your kids are good make sure your kids are fed make sure they're tucked in good night you know make sure that you were there for them for the bedtime story or the bedtime routine or you're able to um make sure they brush their teeth before they went to bed or um you read them a story or you make sure that their homework was done or whatever that little task can be just make sure you're present with them in those moments so that way they didn't know like oh my god mommy was there for me at nighttime. Then once the kids are tucked in, then have that me time, you know? Just take a moment to just, you know, be present with them. And then once they're off to bed, then you have your time. And people, some people don't believe in bedtimes. I believe in a bedtime. Uh, Tina's bedtime is 8.30. Sometimes if we're doing something, it, it extends to like nine. However, 8.30, Atina's Tina's in the bed, and that means for me, I get to just unwind. <laughs> After eight thirty is my unwind time. You know, it's my downtime. It's my time to either go to sleep right away. That's my time to either pick up the house. That's my time to you know, like, um, to just um, think about okay, what I gotta do, what I gotta tackle the next day. Um, it's okay. Let's watch some Netflix or whatnot. Like that is my like downtime for sure, hundred <laughs> um, percent. Also. Your support system, making sure that you are there for your support system and not taking advantage. And this is a big one because, um, for anybody who knows, like if, for example, my single moms, if you have a support system, for example, your mom, your dad, whomever is there to watch your kids for you while you go out don't take advantage of that time, you know? Make sure that you're actually using that time away wisely just because you don't wanna take advantage of their time because at the end of the day, it's your child. It's not their children, you know? So whenever you are watching, whenever they are watching your kid, just again, remember, that's their afternoon or that's their night that they're they're, they're, they're having to take in your kid and entertain your kid while you are out. So, just don't take advantage and you know, don't use that too much. And also gift those people some things. I do this for my parents every now and then I gift them like um 50 gift card and to, um, to go to the movies or to a restaurant or massages like just something because it it's it just a nice incentive like thank you for watching my kid you know thank you for being there and i'm always constantly saying to my mom thank you thank you thank you and she's like i'm their grandma but at the same time it's like yes you're my gra- yes you're their grandma but still like it's a huge thank you because you know it's a weight off my shoulders i don't have to worry about daycare i don't have to worry about some strangers with my children i don't have to worry about um putting them into a daycare system and then having to make sure that they have a monitoring or a video so I can see my kid all day every day when they're with my mom and my dad or they're with Darius I don't have to think or I don't have to worry like oh my god this is done oh my god this oh my god this oh my god this, oh my god, this. they got it it's unlocked so make sure you are um uh, being nice to your support system <laughs> and giving them you know all the praise and love and appreciation that they need um again this is just my experience from being a working mom um The next month, which is March, which we're in already. Dang, today's already March 2nd. Um, Episode drops tomorrow. I'm so excited. But again, just make sure you're there um, and being present for your children when you are there and then again when you're working make sure you just lock it in hustle um try to battle that mom guilt with just thinking to yourself like listen my kids want nice things and i have to do this for my kids so they can have nice things (laughs) and again it's you should not feel guilty for providing a life for your kids at the end of the day at the end of the day what are you doing this for your children so they can have a a good happy healthy life you know so don't ever feel bad for it don't ever feel guilty for it um even though the mom guilt kicks in hard i know it just it's okay to battle it and it's okay to understand that It's okay not to be okay sometimes, Um, which is crazy because that was actually the message in church um, yesterday. Um, I went to Journey Church, and he was basically talking about mental health space, and um, it's okay not being okay. Um, And, yeah, I think that's a big thing with us moms, that sometimes we just say we're okay, we're fine, we're okay, we're fine. But at the end of the day, sometimes it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to say, Mom, I need a break. Or, babe, I need a break. Or um i need a moment or i just want to go to target and walk down the aisles <laughs> it's okay it's okay to do that and uh, again um to my working mamas to my stay-at-home mamas to any of my mamas um i i truly 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 appreciate you i appreciate what you're doing i appreciate what you have done um, and if anybody hasn't told you already you are super loved and you are doing an amazing ass job so all in that, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It's kind of short, but I think I got to the point. Um, if you guys have any um, other advice or any tips, please let me know, and I will post them up on the IG stories on Mama Uncensored podcast. Like I always end my podcast, you are you, and that is your superpower. Don't let anyone ever dull your sparkle. I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.